Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. Let us listen to a portion of a homily by our Father among the Saints, Peter Chrysologus. When the Father saw his prodigal son from afar, he was moved with compassion. He who cannot be removed from his location is moved with compassion. He runs forward not by a movement of his body, but by his affectionate devotion. He fell upon his neck not because his muscles failed, but because of his compassion. He fell upon his neck that he might raise up the son who lay in the earth. He fell upon his neck to remove the burden of sins by a burden of love. Come to me, Scripture says, all you who labor and are burdened. Take my burden upon you, because it is light. You see that the Son is helped, not weighed down, by the burden of that Father. He fell upon his neck and kissed him. This is how the Father judges and corrects his wayward Son, and gives him not flogging, but kisses. The power of love overlooked the transgressions. Therefore the Father redeemed the sins of his Son by a kiss, and covered them by his embrace, in order not to expose the crimes or debase the Son. The Father so healed the Son's wounds as not to leave a scar or blemish upon him. Blessed are they, Scripture says, whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. If the deeds of this young son displeases us, and his departure horrifies us, let us then by no means depart from such a father. A father's glance puts sins to flight, banishes crime, and drives away all malice and temptations. Certainly, if we have gone away, if by living riotously we have squandered the whole substance of our father, if we have committed any crime or transgression anywhere, if we have come to the whole rocky coast of impurity and to complete ruin, let us now at last get up. An example like that of the Son is an invitation to us. Let us return to such a father. So when his father saw him, he was moved with compassion and ran and fell upon his neck and kissed him. What place for despair, I ask, is here? What occasion to make excuses? What false display of fear? None. Unless perhaps the father's meeting is feared, and his kiss strikes up terror, and his embrace is disturbing, and he is believed to be seizing the son for punishment rather than receiving him with forgiveness, when he leads him by the hand, draws him into his bosom, and winds his arms about him.